What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up, and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline. The discipline of manliness. Hey guys, welcome back to the Discipline of Manliness podcast. Great to be back with you guys again. I don't know what you guys are up to today. Today has been a busy day for me. I uh, got up and I was trying to get to a few things today. I got out to my workout with my friends. Um, that was a good one, a good challenging workout there today. Came home, got some breakfast, and um, tried to get on top of some work that I had to do. And then um, we've also, in the uh, desire that we've been having here in my house, uh, me and my wife have had a desire to just improve some things and ensure we're setting ourselves up well for long-term health. And we decided to get a water purification system or a water filter system. So we did this reverse osmosis water purification and water filtration system that goes under the sink. Uh, so I had my dad over and uh, he lent an extra set of hands and eyes and knowledge and things like that to help me get this thing installed. It definitely took a little bit longer than anticipated today. So I'm running a little behind on the overall schedule. Didn't quite get as much done as I wanted to today, but I am on track for most of the things that I've been trying to get done today, which is good. So anyways, I've just kind of had a crazy day. So jumping in a little bit later today to the podcast than I desired, but at least it's not complete last minute as has occasionally been the case. Uh, guys, if this is the first time you're tuning in, thanks so much for joining us. This is the Discipline of Manliness podcast. In this podcast, we talk about uh, four main things regarding masculinity, and it's ultimately everything that's going to be needed to become the men that God designed us to be. We are trying to become good godly men uh, through this podcast and in our lives. And the four main things I encourage you to focus on are your faith first. It should be first and foremost, your walk with Jesus Christ and how that is playing out in your life and what you're learning and building there. That's the first thing you need to be doing. The next thing is going to be your friendships or the fellowship you have with other men then your fitness is going to be the next thing. You should be staying physically active, staying physically fit, getting physically fit if you're not already. Um, that's a third one. And then the fourth one is all about your finances, not just what you make and what you bring in, but also how you give, how you use it, how, where you spend it, um, and ultimately how you are becoming a contributing valuable member to the society and the world around you. So those are the kind of our four main things that we talk about in this show. Um, it can branch out a little bit there, but somehow or another, no matter what, it always usually falls under one of those four main aspects. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. If this is your first time, guys, if you're tuning back in, I know this is something you already heard me talk about, but it cannot be hit on enough. We always need to be revisiting what we're doing here and staying focused on the ultimate goal, but appreciate you guys all tuning in. Thanks so much. Glad you guys now have a better understanding of what the show is about or a good reminder. Um, guys just wanted to encourage you as well while you're listening, don't hesitate to send a share or share this episode with a family, with friends, with a brother, with a coworker. Um, if you know a man who is struggling and could use some encouragement, I hope you'll share this podcast with him. Uh, if you know a man who's doing great things and just killing it and someone you look up to send him this because he might be a future episode um, interview or someone who might continue to gain uh, in his life from this 
podcast, um, or he might be able to reach out to me and help give me advice on how I can become better to keep giving you guys better content. So no matter what, just be sharing these episodes, send a screenshot of what you're listening to, to a buddy, uh, just be sure you're sharing and, uh, letting people know what you're listening to. So guys, in this episode, I want us to talk about our importance in not being men who are needy. We need to stop being needy men. Yes, guys, we all want to feel a sense of importance. Um, we all want to feel like we matter and we we crave the affirmation from others. And I totally get that. I'm, I'm not immune to that. Um, we all like getting some amount of attention from our friends or a girlfriend or a wife or, or even coworkers. Um, there, guys, there's so many ways this can play out that we can end up being needy in our lives. And maybe don't we don't even realize that's what we're doing. But the problem is when we need the attention of others or we need others' affirmation so that we feel valuable and important, um, when we do this, we're allowing ourselves to be in this place where we are slaves to the people in our lives from whom we're seeking that recognition or that affirmation or their attention. Um, the other part of this problem is that no matter what, no matter how much attention we get, no matter what recognition we get, it will never ever be enough. Never. Um, guys, I think we all know men like this or have seen men like this. Um, even if it's just in the movies, um, or you see them in the news or whatever, but there's always that guy who's seems like he should have it all, but it's never enough. Or no matter what, no matter what promotion he gets, it's never enough. He needs another one. No matter, um, how many millions of dollars he has, he needs another million, no matter how many, women he has in his life. Like it's never enough. There's just so many ways this plays out and it's just not right guys. We cannot be slaves to other people or other things in our lives. And we need to stop being needy. Like I said, I, I get it. And I'm like I said before, I'm not immune to this. I've, I've been the needy guy. Um, for a, a one case in point, I can remember, remember back to when I was about 18 and I had my first serious girlfriend but man, I needed her to pay attention to me. And I, <laughs> I felt threatened and insecure if she you know, really paid attention, especially to another guy. And so that was a really big problem for me when I was young. And again, not to say I've never fallen prey to that since then, but that's just one example where, uh, you know, in a relationship, I was definitely that needy boyfriend um, I felt threatened if she didn't want to spend time with me, even if she wanted to go spend time with her other girlfriends. And it was like, well, what about, what about me? And just, you know, look back at that. And it's just so pathetic that I would be tied to her that much that I couldn't seem to even function correctly if she wasn't giving me the attention I craved or needed. And guys just, it's it, it, honestly, it's like embarrassing to look back at and to know that's how I was. But I, I think we can all relate. I think we've probably all been there at some point or another. But guys, this shows up in so many different ways. It shows up through even a need to achieve. You know, when men need to achieve one more promotion, one more award, one more sexual conquest, um, we're always left wanting more. And yet, one more is never, ever going to be enough. You know, here we're just making happiness dependent on the fulfillment of an accomplishment. And that's, that's just not right. We can't be slaves to accomplishment. 
Um, another way is the need to acquire. Guys, we might need that um, other gun. We might need that next car, that truck. Uh, we need another dollar, like I said before. Or we need the latest technology. I need that newest phone or the newest laptop. You know, I need all these different things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in this case, we're making our happiness totally dependent on just having something. It's on dependent on a thing. Guys, when we allow ourselves to fall in this trap of needing others, we need their affirmation, their admiration, or their recognition uh, to this kind of degree that we're insecure without it. Guys, it is just absolutely pathetic. Uh, we're putting what psychologists call the locus of control on someone or something else. And that makes us dependent on them or on that thing. And that's why I'm saying we're ultimately a slave to them or to that thing. Being the needy guy is never attractive. Guys, it's definitely not going to help you get the girl. It's not going to help you be attractive to your wife. It's not going to even help you get the kind of men in your corner that you need to to become the kind of man that God wants you to be. It's not going to get you those men who are going to help you grow in your masculinity that are going to challenge you. Because, I mean, guys, we can sniff that out. We know when someone's being needy with us. And it's just—it's not attractive. You're not gonna be inclined as uh, you know someone who's a good man. And I know plenty of you listening are good men. But if you had that guy in your life, like you're gonna be a little repelled by that. And we can't be that and repelling these other men who are again more advanced than us that we're trying to learn from. You can't—you can't be needy with them, always craving their attention or their um, affirmation in your decisions. Like, hey, look how good I did. Look at. Look at the decisions I made or look at what I did in business. Like, guys, those men aren't going to be impressed with that if that's why you're trying to accomplish things just to show off. Like, that's not going to help you. So we have to stop being these needy men. Now, before you jump to conclusions, let me tell you what this isn't about. This is not about being the tough guy. It's not about being Mr. I don't need anyone or anything. Uh, guys, when that's your attitude, all you're revealing is that you're still just trying to show off and flaunt your quote-unquote strength for others to see. You're trying to show and flaunt this air of like, oh, look how independent I am. Like, I don't need anybody. You know, I don't care what anybody thinks. Like, that's that's just foolishness as well. And it's still putting on a persona of this need from others to recognize how much you don't need them. Uh, so that is not what I'm getting at or telling you that you need to be trying to live out in your lives. But what this is about is knowing exactly who you are in your relationship with God because that's the only place you're ever going to find true satisfaction. And I know that might sound cliche to some of you guys. Like it might just seem like, oh yeah, got to get my relationship right with God. Like, But I'm just telling you the truth. Until you know who you are, before your creator, like you are never going to have the ultimate satisfaction that you desire. When you know who you are to your creator, you can live with a sense of peace and joy that can't be shaken by anyone or anything else in this world. Yeah, you can encounter hard times that you and you might go through seasons where you're just going through the valley and going through lows. Guys, I've been there too. But in those times, you can still rest in the assurance of knowing that the creator of the universe, holy God, loves you, died for you, cares deeply about everything that you're experiencing. 
Brent Hansen says in his book, The Men We Need, God specializes in changing people. That is when they're humble. So you can become less needy. It'll happen when you actively turn your attention to God more often. Spend time praying and communicating with him. Ask him to grow your desire for him. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. It's something that comes from changing the inputs in our lives, altering our schedules, reshaping our habits, and putting our minds repeatedly on the right things. End quote. So my call to action to you men today is identify what inputs need to be changed in your life. How do you need to alter your schedule? What habits need to be reshaped? And what thoughts do you need to take captive to be able to put your mind on the right things? That is what you need to do today to stop being men who are needy, always needing their wives' approval or their affirmation, always needing your friends' affirmation or recognition, always needing the admiration of the people around you, one more like on social media, needing that new car or truck to show off, needing that new technology. Whatever it is you're struggling with, guys, identify how you need to change. Um, if you're too focused on promotions at work and accomplishing there and you're neglecting time with your family or your friends or your loved ones, whoever it is in your life, again, how do you need to alter your schedule? Do you need to put limits on your time and set a reminder that when it's five o'clock or five thirty, you know, whenever you usually clock out of the office, like set that and leave, call it a day, whatever's left to be done can be done tomorrow and go spend time with the family and put in, uh, pour into your kids, your wife, um, your parents even, or whoever, again, those, those special important people are in your life, go spend time pouring into them and building those relationships rather than just spending time in the office trying to get one more promotion. You know, what habits do you need to, to change or create or end in order to ultimately become the man that God wants you to be in order to have that joy and that fruit of the spirit? You know, what thoughts do you need to take captive? Like, make sure you're identifying those. What is your thought life like? Guys, that can be any number of things. Like, we believe the stories we tell ourselves. We will fall prey to, if I completely recount the same story over and over, like, I'm not worth anything, or I'm not good at this, I'm uh, I'm not valuable, or whatever, you're, you're going to believe it, and you're going to then not try things. You're not going to... Put yourself out there and learn to do new skills if you always think you're not valuable. Um, guys, if you are always telling yourself, um, I don't know, whatever lie that you're you're believing, which could be, uh, I mean, any number of different things. Like you, you always, you're always um, good enough, like where you're at. Like, ah, I, I do fine. I'm healthy enough. I'm um, I'm fit enough for the average guy. Like I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm okay being average. Guys, that's a lie you also need to capture and, and reshape. If you think you're okay not having a relationship with God, you need to definitely take that thought captive because I promise you that you need to have that relationship with him. Like I said, everything else in life can be shaken, but when you know where you stand before God, that will change everything and give you a joy and a peace and a security that words can't explain. So identify your thought life and what needs to be taken captive so that you can focus your mind on the right things and in growing in the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are the things we need to be growing in. 
And that can look a lot of different ways. And the more we talk in this podcast, the more I'm going to get into how we focus on those things. But make sure you're identifying those things, guys. How you need to alter your schedule, number one. What habits need to be reshaped, you know, changed, created, ended, whatever, whatever habits need to be adjusted, number two. And then number three, what thoughts do you need to take captive in order to focus your mind on the right things? Stop being the needy guy that's always looking for the recognition and attention of others. Don't be a slave to anyone or anything. Instead, be a man who knows who he is and who God has made him to be by, de- by devoting yourself to the relationship with your Savior, Jesus Christ. By doing that, God will teach you about how he's gifted you and prepared you to be the man of value in the world around you. When you know that, you'll only care about an audience of one, and that's God. And then you'll be truly free to live and serve others in a way that they that you can appreciate their support, those moments of affirmation or those kind words, but you're not going to rely on it for your security to feel like I'm not a man if I don't get that. That's what I have for you guys today. And I want to thank you so much for listening. Guys, be sure to go in, leave a rating and review. Um, I hope you guys will will go in and do that for me. If this show adds value, if it's helpful for you and how you're thinking and how you're ultimately becoming the man that God designed you to be, then I, I hope you guys will be willing to just pay me back by doing me that one small favor of leaving a rating and review. It, it truly does help in algorithms and how the show grows and how people can find us. So uh, make sure you're helping us grow so that other men can continue to listen to this and also be impacted in the same way. Hopefully this show is impacting you. And like I said before, share the episode, take a screenshot, share it on social, text it to a buddy, whatever it takes, just share that episode. And don't forget, you can always submit me ideas for future topics. You can email me at discipleofmanliness at gmail.com or you can hit me up on social channels. I'm discipline of manliness on Instagram and Facebook. Guys, be sure to tune in next week. We'll continue talking about these aspects of masculinity. Guys, until then, continue to become the men that God designed you to be and keep practicing the discipline of manliness.